0: Hey, welcome to the Past Control Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan, and in this week's episode, episode 108, myself and Mike sit down and talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. But before we get into that, this episode is sponsored by Goodnight Fatty, the North Shore's premier late night cookie pop-up, as well as Beard Brand, a premium men's grooming company with products for your beard, hair, and body. But more on both of those lovely sponsors later. Mike and I touch on topics today from anything from Game Pass and whether we think it's good or bad for the industry... The recent announcement of a new Switch in the works, uh, as well as what we're playing, Undertale, a few other things. As always, you can find us on the internet at pastthecontroller.io, on Twitter and Instagram at PastController, and on Twitch at twitch.tv pastcontroller And enjoy this week's episode, episode 108. I don't
1: care. I don't care.
0: Don't care. But what?
1: It doesn't matter. Whatever your whatever thing you thought was gonna come out of your mouth. Don't care.
0: I'm just testing the microphones.
1: Don't care. Why are you being
0: so hostile?
1: Yeah, this is me all the time.
0: I mean, this was just gonna be the audio check, but now I feel like it's just
1: review the tapes. No, I just no. I feel like it's the episode now.
0: I feel like this is just the episode now, Mike. I, I guess, how how are you doing?
1: Yeah.
0: Are you okay today?
1: Eh, uh, same old, same old.
0: Did, did Mikey wake up on the wrong side of the bed today?
1: I only have the wrong side of the bed.
0: Why? Why so hostile, Mike?
1: Anytime you're getting out of bed, it's the
0: wrong side. There you go. I, I know you're normally this, but yeah. not like... This is sharp Mm. Like it hurts
1: Maybe you're just soft
0: (laughs) This is an aggressive episode Alright I don't know what to do Like should we go get cookies first Like is that gonna fix this
1: Uh maybe
0: Too late We're already fucking in too deep We're already like 75 minutes into the episode so Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. do you want me to... mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do, you, do you want instead of going under instead of going under I
0: don't know what's happening in this episode
1: what's
0: the name of that song you're asking the wrong person <laughs> General, No, Jen what's the name of that song that Mike needs to stop singing because we're recording an episode of the podcast and we don't have the rights to that episode that song that's a lie she
1: knows what song it is. Uh you keep uh you know saying words and I will look up my song
0: but that's too deep there you go into deep there you go all right i guess anyways um yeah
1: mike oh we'll... yeah by some 41 there you
0: go yeah. Do you want me to get you a want to pour you a glass of sake will that like calm your nerves or, I'm like...
1: super hyped to give me his sake because he's like pumped at seeing you know japanese kanji on a bottle it's like whoa.
0: It, I mean, I've seen Japanese kanji on a bottle before. It just—it's a beautiful looking bottle.
1: He was like, "Look at this. It means tuxedo."
0: Mike, I also I drank that today. After so, like I'm in a mood right now. It shows. You know what I mean? Um. Anyways, Mike, how are you otherwise, other than all of this nonsense that you're spewing here?
1: Fantastic.
0: Not seeing Venom tonight, huh?
1: Venom, um, no.
0: Is this still just under the, you'll see it when you see it? Is not really a push to see it? I'll see it. I didn't look further into it than pe- people just in the group text saying things but with...
1: Actually, I gotta read this. Mm-hmm.
0: Read <laughs> what? Uh,
1: critically detested Venom has already set box office record. So, continue your thing. I just want to see how it's... If it's crushing it right now or not.
0: Well, that's what I was confused by because the group text, everyone was saying it was doing so poorly and it was being received poorly, but then I see the other half of the internet that's like, oh, I, like, I liked it. It was, You know what I mean?
1: I, I wouldn't call it half. I think what we have here is the typical critics saw it early, didn't like it, but the average audience is like, hey, you know what? This movie's fine.
0: Do you think you yourself, Michael, is, is a member of the average audience or do you think you're in a different I'm uh, an
1: average audience kinda of gay.
0: You're an, you are an average audience kinda of gay? Yep. What did the average audience think about solo?
1: Um probably mixed. I'd say it was largely mixed. Uh yeah. It was it was received not poorly, but it wasn't like gangbusters.
0: And you fell on the side of you didn't like that movie.
1: I fell on the side of I only saw it in theaters because someone said do you want to go see this right now? And I said okay.
0: Are you blaming Solo on me? Largely. You wouldn't have saw it otherwise? I feel like we've talked about this at some
1: point. Yeah, I probably would have I had no inclination to buy a movie ticket to see it. It probably would have ended up being a thing I buy on Black Friday because it's on sale.
0: Yeah, but it would have been like the same price.
1: If it was on sale, depends on how on sale it was. I don't
0: know; it's gonna be below ten dollars.
1: Given how it did, maybe. It's still Star Wars. It's still Star Wars,
0: but. Speaking of Star Wars, Star Wars. did you see the the shot from John Favreau's live action Star Wars? Yes. I mean, it doesn't tell us anything, but I'm intrigued.
1: You know what they say about still pictures? Nothing, really, but it does look good.
0: Like, pictures say a thousand words.
1: Yes, that is something they do say
0: about pictures. Yeah, and that picture said a thousand things to me.
1: All right, well, I got time. Let's hear them.
0: All right, so we're going to start with uh, what Mike's been playing. Mike, what you been what you been gaming on, Mike? What's been taking up Michael ears? Nothing. Gaming time. Not even Overwatch?
1: No, I don't think I did my loot boxes this week.
0: Well, you can't you can't have that type of lapse in judgment next week because the event starts next week, doesn't does it not?
1: Uh, I forget, probably.
0: They still haven't shown all. It, it starts next week, but they still haven't shown all of the skins, right?
1: No, I don't think so. They showed three.
0: I think they've shown more than that. They showed Widowmaker. Today.
1: Today. They showed Doomfish.
0: They showed Moira. Who else? I thought I saw another one. I
1: think I just saw those three.
0: You are aggressive today.
1: I wasn't aggressive. It was just a statement of fact. They showed three. <laughs> I think they showed more than three. All right, let's list them. One, two, three. Okay, what else? Uh, I think I saw four. <laughs> no, you saw the picture that Todd sent to the group sex. That was...
0: Oh, maybe that was... A, which I already forget what that was. I don't know. It's a no. lot of Overwatch things wasn't floating real. around. I can tell you that. <laughs> I don't even remember what the picture was, though. I I know. Was it, uh, whatever that meme that Todd sent the group text that was Overwatch related that I saw days later, mm-hmm. because my phone hates you guys, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was talked about because I didn't read any of the texts, but did anyone notice that Lucio was Corey from Corey in the House?
1: I don't even think I looked at the picture. <laughs> Wait, you didn't look at the picture? I don't
0: remember looking at it. I'm not going to look. I'm not going to search for it now. It, I think it but was... It easy for you to...
1: Actually, no, it would to be super easy for you to find.
0: It. Why would it be super easy for you to find?
1: Because I can just open up the text and then just see the pictures that were sent to the text.
0: Oh, yeah, I could do that as well. Um, I forget what, what it was a meme of. Mm. It'll be easier for me because it's going to be like one of the more recent pictures. Yeah. Um, is there... A character in particular that you want to see a skin for? Because we don't know who the other skins are going to be for yet, right?
1: We know they're going to do a Bride of Frankenstein, and I figured it would end up going to Widowmaker, but since she's not, it's probably going to go to um, the one with the four legs. Arissa? There we go. I mean, Arissa... I don't think she has a Halloween skin yet. Yeah,
0: I was going to say... No, that was from her... Never mind. I think that was for the uprising event. The skin that I'm thinking of. Um, wow, I really can't find this picture right now. I can't even I, find our group text. I don't
1: know which group text it would be, in. So we got the two. I figured. Would...
0: I don't know. When I open it, in the first fucking page is whatever this thing you sent today of Todd oh, wait, with did Todd's you get face. The other one? Probably not. right, uh, I'll, I'll find that one. I want to see it. Uh, I can't find this right now, and this is bad. Uh, this is bad TV right here that we're we're doing. No, this is great TV. It's a terrible podcast. No, it's bad TV. Um, But basically, it was it was like a it was funny meme, but it was also oh it was, it was a doctor it was the Doctor Strange meme where it was basically like I've seen whatever thirteen million futures, and then oh. they ask oh,
1: how many did we group up,
0: and he says none of them, but the Lucio face is I how did I not see this picture Mike <laughs> I don't send know. this to me privately experience tranquility this is amazing <laughs> where did you even get this picture from.
1: Which
0: picture? I mean, I know where the other picture's <laughs> from. It's, it's literally a emote for in our Discord, and it's no, it's you, not.
1: I made that one out of the. I mean, it's the same the, picture though. Yeah.
0: Okay, but that's the emote. It's the emote in the Discord, and it's the if you if you subscribe to us on Twitch, mm-hmm. you get that next to your name.
1: Oh, yeah. I I have no idea. I I put that together on my
0: phone. It's pretty great. The
1: other picture, like, it was the time he was just sitting here. He's like, I wanna. He was trying to figure out how to make an icon for Discord. Like, he was trying to. And you took a picture. I took a picture of him. I'm like, you should use this picture of you trying to figure it out as your thing. No,
0: instead, he has like a urinal or something, or like a soap dispenser that looks like Senyata. This is a very weird start to this episode. I apologize for everyone who comes here for things that aren't this, but uh, here we are. I mean, you're not playing anything else right now. Are you watching anything? Is there, what, what's taking up Michael's weeknights? What's taking up your time this past week?
1: Uh, I feel like I've just been going home and going to sleep. I feel like I, I feel like I got home, and even today I was still trying to catch up because like I missed. How did I miss watching? Uh, Always Sunny. I forget. I don't know what happened, but like I missed a bunch of my shows, so I'm like, trying to catch up mm. slowly. So like I still have a bunch of
0: Saturday shows I have to catch up on. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I... I'm jealous. I wish I had more sleep this week. I've been kind of behind on sleep. But as far as when I'm playing, I am at the very end of Undertale, which I don't want to spoil anything about Undertale in case there's people that haven't played it and want to. And if you haven't played it, I would highly recommend it if you're into clever, old-school, stylized RPGs. Um, it does some interesting things. The dialogue is funny. Um, and the story, like, it, it's a silly, it's a kind of, I mean, it's not silly. Like, there's some deeper meanings and stuff. It can be a little silly at times. Uh, but there's, there's a lot of deeper things kind of, tucked away in there, like, under this guise of this game. Um, But there's also multiple endings, and I I can't remember if I talked about this on the podcast or not already, and I apologize if I have, but there's, like, basically the three or four main endings would be, like, a genocide run, uh, a, a neutral run, a pacifist run, and the true pacifist run, and I... Didn't know there was a pacifist run and a true pacifist run. Mm. But I, from the get-go, have been doing the pacifist run. So I got to the end of the game, or what I thought was the end of the game. And because I'm going after the ending that I'm trying to get, uh, there's some more stuff that has opened up. So I thought last night that I was going to finish the game. And then I'm like, this is still going on. I am not awake right now. It's like 1am I should probably stop playing this so I still have a little bit more of that to play um, but I should finish it this weekend and Forza Horizon 4 came out and it's phenomenal as always the Forza Horizon games are always fantastic Um, and it's a weird thing because it's a game that I know I would like it's a game I know I would love but if it didn't come to Game Pass I wouldn't be playing right now
1: so you heard it here first. Game Pass
0: works. I mean, Game Pass is pretty great.
1: Get on that, people. Sign up for Game Pass. This episode is brought to you by Xbox it and not. Game Pass. It is not. And Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer, want to, want to come out here and uh, talk about your product?
0: He can't. He's texting you. Saying he's texting he He's He's in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, no. None of those people or entities are giving us money. If they want to... If, Microsoft. If you want to sponsor us, you want to throw us a couple of a couple of X bones to throw out to our fans. You want to, you know, any of these things you want to do? I'll we take are, hamburgers. We are open. We're also open to hamburgers. Um, but no, none, none of this is a is a sanctioned by money conversation we're having right now. Game Pass is great. I think it's one of the smartest things that Microsoft has done. This. What do you?
1: I'm still trying to make sense of sanctioned by money, but. <laughs> Go on.
0: Is there no other... Is there... Can you only be sanctioned by money?
1: I don't think that's how the word it, sanctioned is used. Explain to me the word sanctioned. Uh, like... Let's see. I suppose I should find, like, a synonym, right?
0: Yeah, or just use it in a sentence.
1: Like, allowed. Or... Really, I guess it depends, because, like, there's sanctions, like... uh, Almost, like... Not allowed, but the exact opposite. Sanction is, like, a word that you can use it in, like, two ways... That are opposites of each other. Sanction.
0: Sanction. Like a.
1: Uh, not blockade, but.
0: Definition one give official permission or approval for an action. Right. Definition two impose a sanction or penalty on. Yeah. So I said this conversation hasn't been sanctioned by money.
1: Yeah. So you're trying to use. You're trying to use definition one, and it's. It's an awkward sentence. And, like, the way that someone who doesn't... If English was their second language... If I said...
0: So, if I didn't say... If I, instead of money, said Microsoft, I would have used the word correctly. If I said, this conversation isn't sanctioned by Microsoft. Yes. But instead, I said money.
1: Or if you just said this episode... Yeah. The the money thing just threw everything off.
0: Yeah, because it was the wrong... I mean, it's... It's not actually wrong because I meant Microsoft's money like I said if you it was just a English, weird way to say it
1: if English was your second language that would give you a buy If English, English is your first in,
0: language and you majored in English if English was my second language I don't think I would be pulling the word sanctioned out I'm just I'm just gonna throw that out
1: there are you kidding me people who learn people who learn English as a second language are typically just better at it because they they bothered to learn the language
0: yeah but they're learning words like sanctioned off the off the bat
1: i'm not saying off the bat i'm just saying like hey you know you've been here 10 years or well now you are
0: know. throwing all these variables <laughs> you can't say someone who's been here like you can't say someone that's you know english english is a second second language and then say yeah but they've been here for 10 years I mean, and it could be five years. their dad's a banker like it could be like
1: three years they could just like be learning the language late in the game and they're like, alright, oh I think I know what word I'm looking for here. Um, you know, I studied it recently. Sanction. And, you know, on some level they're correct. Unfortunately the English language has a bunch of weird
0: nuances. I'm like, listen, I know a lot of words. <coughs> yep. But sometimes I don't remember what they mean. And I just say them in sentences. Yeah. But I did know what that meant. I just Yeah, you missed word, I, 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 I used the word money incorrectly.
1: Yep. Agree a disagree?
0: Well, the sentence would have been correct if I said Microsoft instead of money. Right?
1: This episode has not been sanctioned by Microsoft. Yes, it would make sense. Yes.
0: Instead I said not by money. But it, I, it, to be fair, the conversation was also not sanctioned by money. Because no one was giving us money for that yes, conversation. Yes, it wasn't
1: sanctioned by money, just like, you know, it's nothing not... sanctioned by money because that's not how you use money or the word sanctioned.
0: What is the definition again? It says (laughs) to give permission or approval for an action. So, like... This episode's been approved by money, people. It would be approved by money if we were making money off of it. That would be, like, a stamp of approval. No, that would be us getting compensated. I know, Mike. I'm fucking... I'm dicking around over here. I've had a couple of glasses of sake. I had a double IPA. I'm over here. You know, I got... You're over here I making get some, excuses. I get some soda water. Listen, hey, we're having fun. It's a Friday night. Who's we? At we usually means, like, the people that were are sitting here, like, in accordance to... You're
1: using we wrong, too, because I'm not having
0: fun. <laughs> no, you're just a fucking grumble. Stillskins over here. Mm. Anyways, now that the word sanction is sitting in my web browser history, uh, Forza Horizon 4 is great. Game Pass is phenomenal. I... The thing that excites me about Game Pass is that I hope that Microsoft continues to use it as a platform and a tool to elevate their platform, Xbox and whatever comes next. But I hope it also urges the other two to look at it and say we have to do something similar or do something different that is comparable to that. And I don't know if it's, an overall, I don't know if it's a positive or negative thing for, like, the industry. Because, like, I don't know how Forza, so Forza comes on their day one, day and date with the release of the game on retail stores and retail shelves and digital marketplaces. Mm Mm-hmm. But they also put it in the service that you're paying ten dollars a month for. Like I don't understand. Like with because Forza is a Microsoft first-party game, it's probably easier to figure out how that money would would work between the developers and stuff. But for anything that's not a Microsoft-owned game, like I don't know if that hurts those developers you know what I mean yeah I guess like granted for stuff that's not first party some of it is games that are a little bit older so you know potentially it's just gonna help their player base that already plays you know what I mean like it has those types of things I just don't know how it affects them monetarily does that make sense
1: more than your sanctioned by money thing
0: I fucking hate you know what I'm saying? Yes. And so I don't know if that would I, like ultimately if this type of service continues to grow and if the the other two get involved with a similar type of service. I don't know if that ultimately hurts the industry. Because then it because then like if I look at things like, "Hey, you know what? There's some games I want to buy." But if I get Game Pass, like, I get some games that I want to buy, maybe some games that I'll try, but maybe I buy less other games now because I just fill my time with what's on Game Pass. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Well, I'll go right off the bat and say, don't worry about Nintendo doing it. If they are going to do it, it'll be years from now after everyone's stopped doing it.
0: Uh. No, I mean for anyone to do something like this it would make the most sense for Nintendo to do it it would it, make the most sense for them to do it and do it in regards to their
1: first parties their stuff. history
0: yeah. Well, not even their, not even their new games don't put your new games on it and just put legacy titles like take what they've done with the NES online stuff for the for the new Nintendo online service and just continue to add to that and add Super Nintendo and add GameCube and add N64 and add Game Boy like just keep adding things and Mm -hmm. just make this robust library that you know what you want to come here and you're going to pay for this service because it might give you cloud saves and the ability to play online and whatever but it also gives you this fucking humongous library of games that we normally make you pay for you know every year anyway when we release them somewhere Mm -hmm. so like But that's a little bit different because it's not, it's not this, you know, it's not, hey, you download our service, you get Smash on day one. You get, you know, Mario Party, you get Mario Tennis, you get all these things day one. Because I don't know if the, like, I don't know how the money, you know what I mean?
1: I know what you mean. I also know that I am very poor at economics, so I wouldn't even know or begin to understand how they make their make their income.
0: I think it would mostly come down to I don't like I don't know what type of information is out there for the public to see because like I don't know if it's a hey
1: Microsoft's a publicly traded company.
0: It
1: should be, right? Yeah. I'm sure at some point that information had to be is. disclosed. Yeah, somewhere.
0: Does it even, does it, how finite does it have to get broken down into? Like, like if they say like, oh, you know, third parties get a cut, we get a cut, this gets cut. Do they have to like also say they get 10% and we get, you know, this percent? Maybe Uh, at a shareholders meeting or something? At
1: a shareholders meeting and then after that, I think that information might be distributed just because, you know, at least to stockholders, just so they like are aware of how money's coming in and being distributed and all that yeah so I mean I'd be, Maybe.
0: I'd be interested to look into it just to kind of see what is available there for actual factual knowledge and not just like people speculating like what the fuck we're doing right now mm-hmm. Um, to see if it would be something that if it's not negative for these third party developers and publishers if it's something that would stay viable and not hurt the industry in the long run but the other point to that is Forza is a great game I enjoyed all the past Forces Horizons I've played them all with just the way that the releases are working out in this fall it wasn't gonna make it on my list of games to play at launch and then when I realized that it was coming to Game Pass because I forgot that Game Pass was doing day and date with first party games now it's in my fucking you know what I mean so a game that I probably would have missed completely or not played for a while now I'm up here dancing on it you know what I mean
1: yeah
0: it's interesting it's it's It definitely, the pros are very visible. The cons, there's, uh, the cons would require you to know more knowledge about what's happening or, you know, know the breakdown of how the exchange of money goes between all those companies.
1: Time will tell.
0: I mean, I think it's doing well.
1: It's probably doing well, the unintended consequences. We're not gonna see for a little while.
0: Yeah. And then other than that, I mean, I touched on Mario po- Super Mario Party came out today, so I touched on that for a little bit today. But obviously, playing that solo Dolo isn't as isn't as in- as intended to be well, played.
1: Why don't you just play online with a bunch of random?
0: Because apparently, online is garbage. It's only mini games. You can't. It's even only mini
1: and It's like a rotating set of minigames.
0: Which is fine. Like again, like. Here's my, like, the the reviews that I looked at today for Mario Party were mostly lukewarm. Like, sevens, which isn't bad. But a lot of them, it's the best Mario Party's been in a long time. It's the best Mario Party's been, you know, in the last ten years. Like, all this stuff, which is all great. But, like, I'd be curious to look back and see what the highest rated Mario Party is Critically, air quotes. Mm-hmm. Because, like, for me, at least, and it's probably a little bit of, you know, rose tinted glasses, but the N64 Mario parties are the best, in my opinion. Okay. I think you would probably agree with that. Like, two and three are probably the best.
1: I, I probably played one, two, three, maybe four. Maybe some other number bigger than four, but slightly lower than 10. Yeah. And then I played 10. I said, yeah.
0: um,
1: And th- I only owned one. I probably rented two and three from Blockbuster for a period of time. Four was somebody else that might have been Dom's and I played over his house. And then any other number after that would have to be your copy. Yeah. And I would have to be playing with you.
0: Which would be the way we would play it anyway. You know yeah. what I mean? Because like, you're not, you're not going to go home and play it alone. Uh,
1: but my point being is that one is the only one that I had any extensive playtime with. Yeah, so it's the only one I have have any strong feelings for. Besides ten, which I just hated because yeah, 10 it was stupid.
0: So Did you buy ten? No, you no, bought ten. I, I know I bought ten. Don't remind me. Um. The the thing with Mario Party for me is, I don't think Mario Party is ever gonna be this game that's like blowing your fucking socks off. Like it's never gonna be this ten out of ten. I mean, it could be. Don't don't get me wrong. They could make a game that is like bang, bang. It's a 10 out of 10 as far as that type of game goes. But I don't think it's like... A 7 is fine. The mini games so far that I played were fun. The boards are a little bit more condensed from what I can see. So it's like a little bit more to the point. I mean, it still has... It's Mario Party back to being Mario Party. Back to...
1: You know, back to its roots
0: a little bit I mean there's there's presentation wise I like a lot of things and how it's how it does how it is the motion controls there's a lot of mini games that have motion controls but I didn't find like at first I was like Ugh, I don't want to be like you know doing all this motion control shit but for the most part from what I played they were fine like I wasn't mad about it, it didn't it didn't bother me it didn't take away from the experience. But I do think that it would be a very fun game to play with three or four people. Like, I think it would be a very fun experience. Like, not like a 10 out of 10, I can't wait for everyone to come over so and play this again, but a couple of us are over, bust it out, play a quick match. Like, it would be a fun time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. I mean, it's. I debated buying it, but I was like, ultimately, I feel like there'll be enough scenarios where we can bust it out. The only weird thing is that you can only—I, I, I could be wrong—but I think you can only play it docked. Like I don't think you can put it in tabletop mode and play it. I'm not sure. Maybe you can. Mm. I know there's a few mini games that you can play with two switches yeah. on a table, but as far as playing the board game, because you ha- everyone has to—you can't play it with—it's everyone uses a split Joy-Con. Like that's the only controller. Can't use a pro controller. Can't use two like Joy Cons in a in a controller thing. Grip or whatever. Yeah, controller grip. Um Joy Con grip. But you everyone plays with a split Joy-Con. But I could have sworn when I was holding it in handheld mode, it told me to put it into my dock. I don't know. I, I didn't I didn't even think about that until now if we could play it in play it in uh dock tabletop, tabletop mode but anyways so yeah i mean i'm not i'm not mad about the purchase it's just it's clearly a game that going into it if you're debating picking up mario party just only pick it up if you know you'll be in enough scenarios where you'll be playing it with people because if you can't justify that i don't think it's worth your money or your time just because if you're not going to have people to play it with
1: don't buy it if you don't have friends
0: i mean kind of I mean, I guess you could do it with strangers. That's I don't know where you'd do that the library. Bus stop. <laughs> hey, guys, want to play some Mario Party? Who are you?
1: Why do you smell like vomit?
0: What if you got on a bus and someone was like had a station set up in the back?
1: I'd be curious enough to go look at it.
0: But would you play with them?
1: No. I already feel dirty enough being on a bus with the commoners.
0: Oh, Michael. Oh, Michael. There's been a few other things that have come up this week. One being the leak for a video game that I feel like might pique your interest in. Oh,
1: was it that MMO from Amazon?
0: No, I saw that today, but I didn't read into it. I need to go to Pornhub. I didn't read into it. Um, You're a wizard, Harry. Did you not see this? No, I did. You're fucking, you're the Harry Potter guy.
1: I'm just a guy who read Harry Potter. It's not my fault that you missed out on a cultural phenomenon, Brendan. Like, it doesn't make me the guy. It just means that you didn't read the most popular books when we were growing up. I don't know what to tell you. I know, I
0: just don't like books. That, too. I owned, like, three of them. I think I've said this story on the podcast before. I was given one as a gift one year for, like, Christmas for my birthday. And
1: And you were upset because it wasn't a video game. Yes. Typical Brendan.
0: Especially because, like... The copy of the Sorcerer's Stone that I have somewhere was, like, the exact size of an N64 box, like, for a game. And when I opened it and it was a fucking book, I was confused. I'm like, does this person not know that, I, that this is not what I want to do with my time? And then, you know, I opened another gift and it was, like, Star Fox 64. I'm like, alright, this person gets it. This guy gets it. These are all family members, by the way. You are. He was
1: just a terrible, terrible child.
0: I was not though. Uh, uh, look, look at this face and tell me that I was a terrible child.
1: Yes, you're. You were a terrible child then. You're a terrible man child now. Man child. Man child.
0: That's hurtful, Mike.
1: I, I did enjoy that there was a a moment there where you had to let it all sink in. Like he just called me a man child. It was
0: hurtful, Mike. It was uncalled for.
1: Like, you, you look like a baby boy that's about to strike down. Like, <laughs>
0: do we need a safe word? Like, do I need to, like, tap him to the table and say, this is enough, cut it out?
1: <laughs>
0: you're fucking, like, you started this episode off being fucking rambunctious. And now you're just getting hurtful.
1: Nothing if not consistent. Anyway, saw the the leaked stuff and I'm like, all right, nah, that looks interesting. At the first, at the beginning, I was like, "Whatever," but then I guess towards the end, when it was showing like more combat gameplay and doing what I assume was some sort of light like puzzle stuff, I'm like, "All right, kind of interesting."
0: For Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I haven't looked up in any updates to see if anything has come out officially or whatever. I just know that Warner Brothers is like aggressively taking things down off the yeah, internet. I'd,
1: I'd be pissed if I were them.
0: So. It, uh, it looks legit. It's probably legit. I don't know if a, if anybody has come out and said, like, hey, this is legit. Um, but it, it looks... It's definitely not fan-made. If somebody took the time to make that, then like, hats off to you. Go yeah, get a is. job actually making games, I guess. Um, and then I think some people speculated that maybe it was the game that Rocksteady's been working on. Yeah, But I think Rocksteady or someone with sources has come out and said that it's not what they're working on so they're still working on something um so i mean yeah i don't really fuck with harry potter but i feel like it's about time because like the harry potter games at least that i'm aware of that have come out i guess there was lego harry potter at some point right so that probably did well for you know the people that that game those games appeal to which i mean the lego games are fun but i think all of the other games that came out are about Harry Potter were all just tied into the movies and I don't Mm. think they were actual good games they were just cash grabs so it's kind of surprising to me that it's taken this long for them to put out something with that source material that is hopefully and potentially a good game
1: yeah I mean like I said looks sort of interesting I, I will wait to see an official yeah. Something before I make any I mean, down conclusions. I don't know
0: when they were planning on revealing it or anything. Maybe it's nowhere near even being like in that type of realm. Whatever state that game is in, whether it's like still very early and they were holding this off for a while or whatever, they should they should probably get scrap up something together and just do a reveal at the video game awards. Like, they should probably just get ahead of, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like instead of just ignoring it when clearly it's a thing, you should maybe, like, you know, attack the next possible venue to do that, which would be the Video Gaming Awards in December. Outside of that, though, like, not one, but two video game-related movies are allegedly in the works, Mm -hmm. supposedly in the works. Right, right. Do you want a Dance Dance Revolution movie?
1: Brennan, if I didn't really want to go see Solo, what makes you think I'd ever want a Dance Dance Revolution game? Do you think, I mean, movie. I'll think, take
0: another game. I know you will. Do you think that there's people that want that?
1: Listen, if I learned anything from watching several seasons of Mad Men... And never actually completing the series even though I only have one season left and I just really should finish it just so I can figure out what the hell happened to Don Draper and you know all his friends whatever John Slatterty play does uh, it's that people don't really need a lot of things you just have to just have to sell them on the idea that they do need it so no we don't need a Dance Dance Revolution game but the job of marketing is to be like hey yeah you do and then you watch the trailer and you're like, I guess I could see this.
0: What do you think the plot of that movie would be? Um,
1: I could have sworn I read something about what the supposed plot would be.
0: Oh and there's f- a script floating around?
1: I don't no not a script, but like a a loose like like a two sentence description of what the movie would actually be about. And I forget exactly what it was. I wanna say something about dimension hopping. I could be making that up. That could have been someone else like just joking around. I suppose I should look. Them.
0: So they're going to take up a sci-fi element to this.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. I mean, listen, DDR was a... I would argue that it was a cultural thing at one point, right? Yeah. It it like I'd owned so. it owned a year or a set of years. It was a, it was a part of the the cultural zeitgeist, right? Like it transcended video gamers.
1: I don't know if it got like super huge, but I think it it, it at least got popular within a certain niche.
0: Well, like it, I don't, it transcended typical I don't video game.
1: I, I don't think I'd say it got to the level of say, uh, what's the other dance game that doesn't require a pad that people just dance. Just dance. You think Just Dance was is bigger? I I think the fact that they were still like cranking out. Just Dance games for like the
0: Wii right? Well so I think I think there's a I think it's a Anyway I, I think it's a heated Well not a heated topic but I think that DDR is Based around the pads Where mm-hmm. Just Dance is Freeform mm-hmm. I mean I guess On 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 Playstation or Xbox is it Connect And the Playstation camera and on the yeah. Wii, it's the the remote, the Wii, the Wiimote, and I guess on the Switch, it's the Joy-Con? Yeah, I, I would assume. So, I mean, those games are easier to, like, swallow purchase-wise because you're just buying a game if you already have the console, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if you want an at-home DDR experience and you, you don't have, have a Mac you're going to buy it. Yeah. Buy it. Um, so I think that was, it was definitely part of it. But also... I don't think Just Dance would ever be a thing if DDR didn't exist before it.
1: Yeah, maybe. I think that's what I read.
0: The The quote? Yeah. The project will explore a world on the brink of destruction where the only hope is to unite through the universal language of dance. I mean, sure. Listen, I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking the fact that someone's going to try to make a DDR movie. I think, A, you're maybe a little bit late to that. Like, may, maybe you missed your chance to do that. Um... I think DDR, it, it tapped into probably a lot of people that don't typically play video games.
1: Maybe. I, I think my, my thoughts on DDR are that I feel like they were at least something that needed to be put into arcades. Or wherever, like, you would find...
0: Well, I mean, if you want the legit experience, like, yeah, DDR and Arcade, yeah. that, that's a sturdy machine. I don't know if it... With the bar. You ain't getting no know, bar at your house. I
1: don't know if it ever got much bigger than that. Maybe it did. I don't know. I didn't... I, I didn't feel, make any I real f- effort to buy it. I know I thought about it. I toyed with the idea, but I don't know if it got, like, I feel like, that kind of huge.
0: Well, so here's here's the thing. I don't
1: think I ever saw, like, news reports like, hey, DDR is the hot new craze.
0: Yeah, I, I'm. A, I'm not trying to say it was the Fortnite of the time. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I think it was big enough that it broke outside of video game culture. Because I never bought DDR. You never bought DDR. I don't think I know anyone, like in our group of people that I would consider like hardcore gamers, bought bought a DDR, anything DDR related. But I knew a lot of people, especially when we were in high school that I would not classify as gamers or if they were they were very casual gamers and they had they they bought PS2s just to fucking buy DDR. You know what I mean? Mm. I I think it again, maybe not this crazy big thing, but when we were in high school, I think it transcended regular video game players which you know, maybe it wasn't headlines on the news and it wasn't, you know, people on TV talking about it, but I think it was Maybe calling it a cultural zeitgeist isn't or maybe alluding to maybe it being a cultural zeitgeist isn't the right term. Just that it 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 opened up video games to a larger audience.
1: Yeah. For
0: sure. I mean it's the same thing the Wii did. The Wii opened up video games to a larger audience. A lot of people bought Wii's that would would not classify themselves as video gamers. Why do I don't keep saying video gamers. I don't like that. They wouldn't <laughs> classify themselves as gamers.
1: Video gamers, they play uh, digital digital games, some sort of activity made with zeros and ones.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the kids these days, pressing buttons, joysticks. You know what I'm talking about. Do I? Yeah, you do. You just got the look of a, a man-child who knows exactly what I'm talking
0: about. Why is this thing flying around my face all night? What is happening? I don't know. So we'll see what that is. I I don't think that the DDR movie is going to do anything. I don't even think it will get made. I think it will get canned before it gets anywhere.
1: Hey, If we can make a movie about Battleship, I think we can make a movie about DDR. Listen,
0: they fucked up. A, it's way past DDR's prime. If they still make DDR games, if anything, they're just arcade machines in Japan. There's no way that it's going to have an impact on people outside of that. Like, if Just Dance made a movie, maybe it would have a little bit more relevance to mainstream pop culture in but today's what time. What you have
1: to understand is that no one's making movies because the property is hot. They're making movies because they think people recognize the name and will go see the movie.
0: But at some point, the people making the decisions you got to look and say, this was a thing 10 years ago. Yes. That's like in 10 years, someone saying, hey, we should make a Fortnite movie. Unless okay. Fortnite's still a fucking monolith, but I doubt it.
1: 100% I think that will happen. At some point... I don't,
0: I don't if, think the movie's going to get made. I don't the, think it's going to be a good the movie. People,
1: the people, the top brass... Unless are, the
0: Adam Sandler make it.
1: The top brass are wildly out of touch. They don't really know what's going on. They just have an idea of what they think people might like. Or they have an idea that, you know, this thing may make some sort of return based off of name recognition. Because at some point you're going to run out of books to turn into movies or, you know, whatever. So it's like, what else can we, we
0: use? We should, at a not during the podcast moment, we should look up the the, the sales of the step-up movies and see how much those cost to make and how much money they made. And then look at the fact that you're trying to make a fucking dance movie, and you know what? Your boy fucking Channing Tatum doesn't make these movies anymore. So you fucked up.
1: The Step Up movies must have made enough money for them to make at least three sequels that I believe were in theaters. It'd be one thing if they were like directed. They to definitely,
0: DVD. they definitely made directed DVD stuff toward they, the
1: end towards the end but i said three direct it was i think step it up 4d which would have been the fourth one was in theaters listen
0: i will i will give i will give step up one thing and it's that the the first sequel step up to the streets mm-hmm. is a great title, it is a great title. So it's like step up to the streets like it's a great fucking title yeah i've especially. always loved that title
1: actually it was step up 3d so step up 3d was the third one then maybe the fourth one, if there was a fourth one, wasn't in theaters. Was, I don't remember.
0: Was Step Up, was one of the Step Ups y'all just met because y'all just got served? Or was that a different movie?
1: Um, I think You Got Served was a... Was
0: oh, it was called movie. You Got Served. Okay. I
1: think You Got Served was his own movie.
0: Okay. But yeah, there's a line in the movie. I think that, is that movie like Bow Wow and Omarion or something? It definitely is like someone like that. I think Omarion is definitely in it. I, I think his know. name in the movie was O.
1: Some acting is hard. <laughs> like you can't be bothered to learn a new name.
0: Um No, but there's like a we used to always like say that when we were like way younger, like me, Christian and Julian and whatever. It's like y'all just mad, y'all just got served. Like just stupid. <laughs> you say. I mean, yeah, if we were like play, if we were like playing basketball, like on the streets.
1: Of course. When like you're that,
0: playing stepping up to the streets. When we're playing that we were playing basketball in the streets, like, you know, if you fucking if you juke someone out if you you know what I mean? you're dunking on people are I not mean, dunking but you know if you're if you're making a fool of something Mike
1: mm-hmm.
0: y'all just mad because y'all just got served yeah, I'm
1: familiar have with that have you ever
0: seen that movie? no I'm gonna look at that clip later and make you watch it it's gonna like not gonna really be worth it but anyways, what the fuck are we talking about and then a Mega Man movie a live action Mega Man movie yep but why?
1: again part of it I think Is people who grew up with that are now old enough to make things based off of the things that they knew when they were younger. So if you were, like, say, you know, 10, 15 years old playing the original Mega Man, you're now old enough to be in a position where it's like, hey, I want to make a movie based off of this thing.
0: I get that. I I wholeheartedly understand that. Like, I mean, I grew up loving and playing video games which is why as an adult I'm like I'm gonna fucking start a fucking video game podcast and continue to play video games of course um I, I don't hate on the people doing that and again I don't hate on either of these movies I hope they're great and I hope people enjoy them I don't want someone to make a bad piece of art mm-hmm. I just think a live action rendition of Mega Man seems like a not great choice like, I, I I don't know. I just don't know. I don't have faith in the project. I need to know who's tied to it. I need to know who's directing it. I need to know some people in the movie. I need to know more about it to feel better about someone saying, "Hey, we're gonna make a Mega Man movie." Oh, Mega Man movie? I'm down. I'm in, I'm intrigued, but it's gonna be live action. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, you know what I mean? It just I need to know more.
1: They're going to. I mean, it's. It's taken a while, but they're clearly trying again to make video game movies work. Because, like I said, you can only make so many movies based off of books. You have to find something else. Like, I, for a while, it was young adult no- novels that were like being turned I, out into And movies. I understand that. It's just that's died down. So, like, all right, let's take another crack at video games.
0: This is why I think it's very tough sometimes to debate or like critique movies, books, and video games in a same conversation because the nature of movies and books is much more similar than the nature of video games is to either of those because in, you know, a movie or a book, you have creators, authors, directors, whatever you want, wh- whoever's involved, you have these people <laughs> writing or what?
1: Uh if you if you get real quiet, I'm pretty sure we can hear Jen snore again. But that's not here nor there.
0: Um, you have these creators, authors, whoever, directors, people involved making these projects. The, they have, a vision. They have a script. They have the thing. They create it, type it. If it's a book, whatever it is, that they they, all done. Put a package on. put, put a package around it. Put a bow on it. Good to go. It is up to, now, the consumer to either read the book and interpret it and enjoy it or whatever they want to do as they read it. But it's the same path for everyone. You might draw something different from a book than I do. Something might strike you differently. A quote, a line, something might resonate more with you than it does with me.
1: Mm.
0: But the experience is something that's tempered. It's something that is a given. It is something that is... Unifying for all books, books are a thing that you read. In experience, right?
1: Yeah. Unless I you want to like, out,
0: well, yes. I mean, unless you want to, you know, like a picture book or something. You know what I mean? Like whatever, or or a book for a young child that has like, you put your hole in the, f- it's like a worm. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Those books that have like puppets in them.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I didn't need to watch you try and <laughs> pantomime it, but yes. I'm... Familiar with
0: the books. Okay, it's a similar thing with movies. Movies, we go to the theater. We go see Venom. We might have varying opinions. Certain things might resonate differently with us, but we're going in and watching the same thing. With video games, though some of, a lot of those elements are still present. Things that they want you to see, want you to read, are forced upon you, whether it's through cutscenes or guided gameplay. But ultimately, I think what separates these is that. Video games are a thing that you are playing. And in a lot of scenarios, it can be either more about the gameplay or more about other aspects that have nothing to do with exposition or storytelling or anything other than you're playing a game. Granted, there are plenty of experiences that are people trying to tell a great story and it's a much narrower, linear progress. Those things are easier translated into movies, I would say. Though we, I would argue we don't have any good video game movie representation ever. Um, but I think that the hard part about translating a game into a movie is that a big portion of gaming is the player interaction with the medium, which movies and books do not have. You know what I'm
1: saying yeah I'm I'm not saying a video game movie like a Mega Man movie would be good I'm saying they're going to try they're going to try just because it is something that people know and people will pay to see something that they know it's not gonna be I'm not saying it's going to be good I'm not saying it's a good idea I'm saying just purely in marketing they're, th- they're thinking. People know Mega Man. they will pay to see a Mega Man
0: movie. No, I get that i'm yeah. not I'm not debating that okay. fact. I'm not like trying to say that that's not a yeah. a thing. I'm just saying that I think cause I, I think initially the reason I brought that up is you you mentioned someone growing up doing something. Mm-hmm. I have an affinity for this. I want to create something. and I am not shaming you for doing that. And I hope it's a great movie. And if it gets made, I hope it's awesome. It's just more of I think it is very difficult to take the source material of that medium and try to translate some of the things that like some of the things that make Mega Man so good are its tight controls. It is very, you know, punishing game and Mega it's, Man
1: has nothing has a very flimsy narrative that would not translate to a film. It's largely popular or good because of gameplay. The gameplay. Yeah. Yes
0: and and can somebody tra- can somebody take that and still make something great absolutely something i just could... think it's yes highly unlikely yes especially because the the more the bigger part of what the reality is is what you said is that there's people probably just looking to make money off of the name pull up people's nostalgia pull at what people know try to make money off of that and that's probably more of what's at play, even if the people that end up acting and creating and directing and writing the movie aren't that. Obviously, they want to make money and obviously they want it to be successful, but are more like, I love Mega Man. I wanted to give it my best shot. There's yeah. going to be more people involved that are, we care about this because of money. Yes. But, anyways, so yeah, I, I don't know. I was confused at both, both of those movie announcements. I so desperately would love to see a good movie based on a video game get made. I don't think we've ever had one. I haven't seen the new Tomb Raider movie, but I I it didn't do any it, I didn't it didn't intrigue me. You didn't see it, right? No. Do we know if it did well?
1: I don't think it did gangbusters. I don't think it flopped like some other video games movies, but I I don't think it was necessarily the hit that they were looking for.
0: Did they, did they say they were making more than one of those? I don't remember. I thought I could have made I can't remember I thought I saw something when that movie was like being made or being promoted that was like oh they're gonna make more of them. I don't know.
1: I'm sure that was their hope. I don't know if that was something that was set in stone or if they were expecting or if they wanted a certain result before they Went through with uh, more of them.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, video game movies, I uh, I think the ones that have at least done well were ones that probably didn't do much with the source material other than use the name and a few key aspects of it.
0: Yeah. I'm assuming that the Resident Evil movies made money since they made so many of them. They were horrible fucking movies.
1: I didn't really watch them.
0: I've only seen the first one in parts of 2 and 3 but they were just not they were just not good movies they weren't they were not good Resident Evil movies maybe there were yeah. other elements that people enjoyed as a person who saw it because of Resident Evil I was like this is not what I want to see
1: Yeah,
0: I'm trying to remember I haven't seen the first one in a very long time I don't even think the first one has zombies in it
1: I recall in the first one they were in some sort of facility or like a house or something. The the thing... The, they were a, like walked into a something. Yeah, as I'm
0: trying to remember it right now because it's like very... Um, again, I really haven't seen this in pro- 15 years or something. Does that make sense? 15 years?
1: It, I'm going to say yes largely because I compare the star of that movie to the star of... Mila Jovovich? Yeah, to the kate in underworld and i think they were both doing shit at the same time which made things confusing
0: i was i was definitely a teenager i just don't know it I, i'm gonna say around 15 years ago but it, it it i mean all i can remember is i'm pretty sure at one point malijovic is naked mm-hmm. and then the other thing i can remember is they're they're locked in some facility and like lasers there's like a are, laser like, fence people. that like yeah it's like it people, what is it? Yeah. It's nothing to do with the rest of you. What are we talking about here? Um, Wasn't
1: there a Silent Hill movie that did well or did okay?
0: Uh, maybe. the th- The thing with those being moved into m- being made into movies, though, is that and maybe it's maybe I'm just ill informed here, but I feel like the horror genre is not like a Does gangbusters. It, it's not genre, a gangbuster
1: right? genre. Plus, I would say horror movies need a flimsier plot or not need a flimsier like you can get away with a a less a weaker plot I guess you because could say. people
0: are going to be like thrilled Sca- and scared th- th-
1: thrilled and scared and then like you know I since I don't do horror films and I also don't do horror games I can't speak I can't speak with any authority or even
0: get Out, confidence Get Out wasn't a horror it was a thriller
1: it was a thriller
0: does that is that like a or is it a similar genre to horror?
1: I would say that they're...
0: They have if, relatable if, qualities?
1: If they're not related, they hang out together Yeah, longer. okay, all right. Uh, what was I saying with that? So I can't speak with any authority or any real confidence of what I'm about to say, but I think... It was easier for them, at least with Silent Hill, and I speak of it as if I'm sure it's a movie. So, like. No, I think they did make it sound like. There's several layers of me speaking that don't make any sense. That's the theme of this episode of the podcast. Like, if you were to do. Like, like if you were to just open up your phone and, like, Google any one of the things I just said, you'd pull the entire thing apart. Anyway, (laughs) it would be easier to translate it into a movie just because the movie only has to scare you and the game presumably also scared you so you can just like pull those elements toss it into the movie and be like yeah. here you go, here are the characters you got scared plot of the movie or plot of the game this guy goes to a house that got scared, he left the house if he's lucky, just do that in a movie for 90
0: minutes y'all yeah, just mad because y'all like, just got scared yeah, like that Basically, Amarion shows up
1: he's, he's called O yeah
0: uh, no, in this he's called uh... Ron nah it's too complex mm. it's gonna be two letters it's gonna be like like uh Zoe Zoe okay you know what I'm saying no alright the last topic that um, I want to touch on still well I know we're, we're we talk too much about everything else and this is like a legit thing that I want to talk about and Fuck. we when you listen you shouldn't have been so angry shouldn't have been so angry. angry I know We'll, we'll, we'll make it a quick topic, but basically, like, new Switch is a thing that's happening. Uh-huh. Is there something that you would want? Or I guess, since you and I both have Switches, is just the announcement of a new Switch in your brain, are you going to buy a new Switch now, when it comes out, no, middle, no. To, middle to end of next year?
1: It would have to do... Or brings to the table that I feel was missing. Okay. That I that I desperately needed.
0: So you walk right into my next question. What would that one I don't thing know. you have no idea?
1: I don't know. Okay. When I upgraded my phone, it was a largely minor upgrade. Like it, it was definitely not a phone I needed to buy. Yeah. There was two problems I had with my old phone that they fixed with this phone. It's like, all right, cool. I'll just get it. But the switch I don't I can't think of anything that's going on with it currently that I have like a huge problem with
0: yeah I believe this was broke by the Wall Street Journal and I don't think there's been more news or official statements outside of the fact but a lot of the speculation is around that if there are any changes to it other than uh, if any of the changes that are most likely it is the screen being a better quality screen, which Mm -hmm. I don't think this Switch has a bad screen, but it could have a better screen, um, which would then in turn mean the Switch could be thinner. So Mm. it could be thinner and have a better screen, and that could be part of it. Uh, I was listening to something today. I forget where I heard this. Maybe I was reading something. I don't know. I saw something today that said that there's potential. So the Switch has the Tegra 1X chip, or yeah. X1 chip, and there is a,
1: a newer, version? newer
0: version of that chip that's existed since before the Switch came out. So oh. some people were speculating that it could have that chipset, which I hope they don't do this, or if they do, they have to be very careful with how they do it. I don't think they would do something to, to fracture their, like, fan base right now mm-hmm. like it, this is a system that's doing very well um do i expect them to at some point release an iterative version of it of course everyone does it now they're known for doing it with the 3DS i mean look at the 3DS it ha- it has like there's the th- there's the 3DS there's the 3DS XL there's the new 3DS there's the new 3DS XL there's the 2DS there's the new 2DS XL mm. think about that you know what I mean? Like, that's that's a lot of the same. So, I... And at some point, they did not fragment their audience, but they did, when they came out with the new 3DS XL and the new 3DS, they did have a few games that were only able to be played on that. I know Xenoblade Chronicles was one of them. I'm not sure of other ones. But maybe Hyrule Warriors was also one but there were definitely certain games like the like that you would notice a little bit of a performance lag yeah. if you didn't have the upgraded version. So I don't know if they would go as far ahead as to be like, "Hey, we're going to release this and if you don't have this newer model, we're going to release games that you can't play without it." I think that would be a bad decision. I hope they wouldn't do that to their to their fan base, but I could see them using it as a way to get more games ported to their console and have more games they're developing take advantage of it and then just kind of without like shoveling it down people's throat make it a, a point of conversation that if you don't have this new version of the Switch and you get some of the like you know this game you might notice a little bit of you know drop frames like you might you know what I mean like mm-hmm. stuff like that I wouldn't hate it a a little bit of a better screen, a little bit of a thinner console. I, I'm probably no matter what, unless it's unless it's like nothing important, I'm probably just planning on scooping it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think that it will when it finally gets officially unveiled. I think it will have one or two features at the least that will be something that I would want. Um, so I'm I'm curious of that. I wonder if they just go. What Microsoft and Sony have done, and just make a Switch Pro and make something that's way more powerful that could be a way of, hey, you know what? We're Nintendo, we're really good at compressing our games and making our games work on this underpowered machine, but third parties can't do it. So, if you have the Switch Pro or whatever they call it, maybe now that gives it enough horsepower. That these third parties can port over more easily their big AAA titles. And that would be the way that you, you know, hey, you know what, you get the Switch because you like all these great indies and all of our titles and all these other things, but, and you're fine with that, cool. But if you're this person that also wants these other experiences, maybe not, maybe that'd be too weird. Maybe that would still be the same thing as fragmenting it. I don't know.
1: So, if I'm understanding this correctly, this switch pro that you concocted would put it would be make it easier for developers to port some of their games but what happens when they port the games like it's not going to be able to play on the old system am i right
0: no what so what i'm saying is like if you look at what nintendo has done already with the switch they're very good historically with all of their consoles and handhelds being able to make their games fit into things that normally these other publishers and developers can't do, mm. they're very good at taking very large things and putting it on underpowered underpowered machines. But you look at, you know, and obviously I don't make video games, so I don't have all the the answers for this. But you look at a developer that is making a game like l- let's just take Ubisoft, we're making Assassin's Creed Odyssey, coming out this year the mainframe or the system specs for the Xbox consoles and the PlayStation 4 consoles are probably relatively similar. So when they're creating that game, making it viable on both platforms is probably not that difficult. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where if they wanted to port it to the Switch, it's such it's a different architecture and it's a vastly underpowered machine there would be a lot of things that they would have to dev- devote money and manpower to to get it to run there so that's probably a large reason as to why some of these games just don't even get ported because we know that some of these games can actually run it just like if you look at the games that have already come to the switch that are bigger third-party triple a's like doom like wolfenstein stuff like that they're not being made by bethesda they're they're being ported by a porthouse. Mm-hmm. So they're hiring another development team, another studio, to take the game and make it work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that could be a problem. You know I mean? like That could be a part of the thing. So giving them a little bit more juice to work with could be something that tips the scales for some of those developers. But pitching the system as, hey, this is like if you want to get these other I don't know. It's a weird... I don't know what they could be doing. Maybe it's just going to be a screen thing. Maybe it's just going to be an updated chipset. Maybe it's just going to be nothing important. It's just going to be a little bit of a cleaner machine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Or maybe it's a new dock. And then when you have it in dock mode, it allows it to play more things or play better quality. You know what I mean? Mm. Like that wouldn't be a bad... That, that would be kind of interesting if it was... Hey, this system is you know maybe has a new chipset, but it's pretty much the same. But this dock has a little bit of extra juice in it because the dock has nothing in it, right? The dock just
1: it's just uh, basically a, allows you
0: to push it to the TV, like just it just a has fancy like a fancy converter. Yeah, so maybe making an upgraded dock that actually did something to allow certain experiences to be played on the TV, but at the same time, th- I know both of those things. Well, not not so much the the. the separation of the pro model but the upgraded dock kind of takes a it kind of negatively impacts the nature of what the switch is like if it was like hey if you have this upgraded switch you have a better dock you can play xyz but you can't play him handheld well then what's the point of that you know what i mean like it Mm. it's it's part of the magic of the switch um but yeah i uh we, we went too long, Mike, and we didn't get to read uh, listener questions. Yeah, too bad. Mike hates you guys. I'm sorry. We have a lot of really good questions. We're going to save them for next week. We will do them on the next episode. Uh, we'll we'll double down on you guys, and we will we'll answer some of your queries. But we are running over time, and it is cookie time. So I apologize. Um, this episode of the podcast, of course, sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11, make sure to head on down to Higgins and Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, tasty, tasty treats. And our second sponsor of the night is Beardbrand. Beardbrand is a premium men's grooming company with products not only for your beard, but also your hair and body. They formulate their products to work with your body's natural chemistry rather than to disgu- disguise it or change it. Many competing products are formulated to address a man's insecurities rather than help them embrace their own awesomeness. And Beardbrand thinks you are awesome, Mike, and their products are designed to help you be the man you want to be. Our listeners can head over to Beardbrand.com and get a free sample of sea salt spray added to their order. All you need to do is head on over to Beardbrand.com, place your first order, and get a free bottle. sea salt spray. If you're looking for suggestions on what to use, I, of course, use the Utility Balm and the beard oil. Keep myself looking fresh, smelling good. As always, you guys can find us on the internet at pastthecontroller.io, on Twitter and Instagram at passcontroller, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash And thank you, all you lovely listeners, for hanging out with us tonight. Until next time.